In ten years of going to shows, I've met some really interesting people along the way. Folkies, metalheads, old school punks, sweetheart singer-songwriters, and everyone in between. I figured now would be as good a time as ever to share their stories with you, with conversations directly from in the thick of the live environment. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands. Hi there everyone, David James Young here. Thank you so much for once again tuning in for another episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. We are literally three episodes in and I'm already so stoked with the response and uh, the shares and the, just the comments and the, yeah, the really positive feedback I've been getting about this podcast. It, it makes me really excited for what's to come and there is so much to come. I have uh, got some fantastic interviews in the bank, including a huge guest, which I will reveal in the not too distant future. You'll, you'll figure it out soon enough. If you know the kind of shows I've been going to recently, you might be able to pick who it is. Uh, Before we go any further, let's take a look at some of the shows that are happening over the next few days. If you are in Sydney tonight on the 19th of February, the day this comes out, uh, head along to the Red Rattler, which is a fantastic venue uh, just on the edge of Marrickville slash Sydenham. Uh, uh, it is an awesome DIY venue, and I always love going to shows there. The Estranged are a punk band from the UK, and they are on tour with the fantastic Infinite Void from Melbourne. Uh, so that's happening tonight, and they are also playing tomorrow at Monster Mouse Studios in Sydney, which I strongly recommend getting along to. Both are great venues, great bands, great lineup. You really can't go wrong. Another one that is happening, uh, Ella Hooper formerly of Killing Heidi and The Verses. You know her. If, you, if you've if you lived in Australia the past 15 years, you know who Ella Hooper is. She is performing at Lazotte's in DY tonight, and she'll be performing at Lazotte's in Newcastle on Friday, and on Saturday she'll be at Lazotte's in Kincumber. So if you can get along to any of those, uh, you will be dutifully rewarded. Ella put out her debut solo album last year called In Tongues, and I really, really enjoyed it. I have seen these songs develop over the course of a few different live shows, and uh, it's always it's always great to catch up with her. She is a lovely, lovely lady. Friday night, uh, the Gooch Palms are farewelling. Uh, they are going to be heading off to the US for an indefinite period, relocating over there and recording their second album over there. So they're going to be playing a hometown show at the Small Ballroom uh, in Newcastle on Friday night, and then at Newtown Social Club on Saturday night. Also on Friday night, out of Melbourne, the wonderful Sugar Canes, which is the new project for the incomparable Lucy Wilson. Uh, They are going to be performing at the Factory Floor in Marrickville with uh, the Venusians. I I hope I'm saying that right. Venusians. Future guests, Hannah Band, Maricopa Wells, and the Love Parade. That's all happening uh, for a really good price, I think about 10 bucks, and that is kicking off at 8pm tomorrow night at the factory floor. Uh, also, uh, tomorrow night, if you're in the city, 
in Sydney City, head along to Good God, where you will be able to check out Maples, a.k.a. Gabby Huber, uh, former vocalist, guitarist, keyboardist, percussionist, woman of many, many talents uh, that comprised Dead Letter Chorus, a wonderful and dearly, dearly missed indie pop band. They're all off doing different things. The bass player now plays in Matt Corby's live band. Uh, Cameron now plays in a band called Oxford & Co. Uh, Lee Carey, he is playing in a band called The Grand Conjunction, who I really, really dig. So, yeah, they're all off doing their own thing. And uh, Maples is the solo project of Gabby's. And she is launching her single and finally getting out her debut solo album uh, at a later point this year. And she's going to be performing with my friend Alex Hoax. So, uh, yeah, get along to that. There's plenty of things to, uh, to keep you entertained over the next few days if you're in the Sydney or Newcastle area. On the show, we have Chris Kearns. You'll probably know Chris as the lead vocalist of Fat Guy Wears Mystic Wolf Shirt, but he's also been in bands such as Rather Be Dead and Jesus Christ Posse, uh, among a few others that we will get into. Uh, In a matter very befitting of Fat Guy Wears Mystic Wolf Shirt, this is actually the shortest interview out of the ones that we've done. We were briefly cut off uh, thanks to Kaver, the uh, French metal band starting up in the other room. Uh, This was recorded the same night as the Lachlan Watt interview that you heard last week. Uh, Chris is a really, really funny, charming, and interesting guy that has, uh, yeah, been through a lot over the last few years uh, in terms of getting his band out there and creating really forward-thinking, really interesting music. I've come to know and love all the Fat Guy Wears Mystic Wolf Shirt dudes really, really well. They're a part of my uh, infamous 10 Timers Club, bands that I've seen 10 times or more. So they now have the official robes, which is very, very special. It's, it's, all, it's all very exciting, it really is. But uh, yeah, big fan of these guys, big fan of Chris, and uh, I really enjoyed this chat. It was short, sweet, simple, and fun. So let's kick over to that now. This is episode three with my friend, Chris Kearns. David James Young and all my friends are in bar bands. Today I would like to introduce you to my friend Christopher Kurtz. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. How are you, sir? <laughs> Sorry, I was speaking to the audience. Oh, you were speaking directly to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> just just yeah. having a casual yeah, chat with, list, a, with a little... Uh, the list, <laughs> listeners out there in radio land. In radio land. Podcast land. <laughs> we are in the uh, the gloriously sweaty surrounds of the Roxbury Hotel in, in Glebe. With my high blood pressure. Indeed. Um... <laughs> It's not helping. It's not helping at all. My doctor would be very angry at me right now. <laughs> you may be thinking, hey, wasn't this the exact same place we were last week? Well, I've managed to time travel, and it, we're somehow coming to the exact same place. Magical. Yeah. In absolutely no relation whatsoever, uh, Lachlan also played a show with you just recently. Ju- just now. No, just wait. Now no, I'm, I'm spoiling this, the mistake this, now. <laughs> you really yeah. lifting up the curtain. The illusions yeah, are all broken down. There's the Wizard of Oz just <laughs> working the panels. <laughs> I who that guy was. Yeah, it was him all along. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 
Now, we met, uh, I, I think, now you're, of course, very well known, uh, for, uh, <laughs> notorious even, uh, for your, your project Fat Guy Wears Mystic Culture. Uh, yes. Isn't notorious, there's an evil element to notorious, yeah, I believe, I think, in, in like... Yeah, I think, I think you guys are doing a pretty ju- good job in keeping music evil, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's right, our intention. Yeah. I think but that's what the Nazis said, really. Isn't it, it is. I was just following orders. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, but the first time I saw you, uh, you were doing something completely, well, not completely different, but uh. considerably different. You were uh, holding up pickets yeah. and uh, throwing Bible quotes at everyone. And uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I know Crispy With You used to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was Jesso, Jesus Christ Posse, doing that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah that was. Um, that was to fill time. <laughs> the, probably the least least said about that project, the better. Really? I had to, I had to start. I had, that was a lot of fun to be having. It was that fun, I felt, but I had to start another band, so the members of that band had something else to occupy themselves. Because I was like doing, I probably shouldn't be saying because they're just over there. Some oh, of them just say, yeah, but just, uh, just, um, yeah, I don't know. There's only, there's only so much. Um, flogging of a dead horse it's only so far you can take that kind of joke so I had to kind of just go let's start well, it's a it. 10 minute album yeah, so, yeah. yeah that's right yeah. so we had to start something I had to start another band just to kind of get them off my back so we didn't um, have to record something else for Jesus Christ Posse yeah so but that was the first time we met was it? it was uh, that was a show with and uh, you knew all the lyrics I remember because I remember you because you were the one who knew the lyrics and I was like who is this dude he's either <laughs> I'm either going to unfortunately offend him later on yeah. when he realises they're all a joke or he's just a rad dude wait a minute was that a satirical album oh, oh, no. No. oh, oh no. no oh no oh the curtain the curtain again the There's curtain again Mr. Ross <laughs> oh wait till I tell Scott Stapp about this he is not going to be happy paging paging Mr. Oz <laughs> <laughs> there he is oh JC is not going to be happy about no, this no he's not no no he can take it <laughs> I'm sure he forgive can forgive me <laughs> exactly yeah that's right <laughs> Tell us, a, tell us a little bit about your uh, about your musical background. Uh, where did it where did it all kind of begin? Was it a high school thing? Yeah, um, I was thinking about this today. Uh, my mum was heaps into musicals, like as in show oh, right. musicals type oh, thing. Oh, like Wizard of like no, Wizard of Oz. No, no, kind of like Wizard of Oz. More kind of like she grew up. We grew up like as a. Well, for some reason, we grew, like, grew up as like a Catholic family, but we were, I wasn't. Well, as in, like, as in, it was a weird mix. Like, it was a weird mix because my mum was definitely Catholic, and she doesn't, like, she doesn't preach to anyone, but no. she, we did kind of go to every now and again to Sunday, like, I went to Sunday school and did all my sacraments and all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's no way we are practicing. Well, no way we're practicing. But anyway, the reason I kind of mention that is because, like, my first kind of exposure to music in general was all, like, kind of religious music like Jesus Christ Superstar oh, Joseph, wow. Joseph and his Technicolor Dream right? yeah, yeah, yeah all that kind of thing and so then from there I really got into music blah 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 from like you know mum listening to know, Beatles and ABBA and just some really cool kind of harmonies and all those kind of things and then from there I went into treading the boards so oh, I went yeah? into actual musicals oh, wow. I did some stuff like that so I used to be able to actually sing something was this like primary school no this was like oh like no I always just really liked music but yeah it was mainly kind of like later like 15 I remember my friend said we should try out for this Joseph and the Tentacolor Dreamcoat because there's heaps hot girls <laughs> <laughs> so I was like you, oh, you yeah, guys must be right. the only people to ever get in the musicals <laughs> for the women that's right <laughs> 
that's right. And so we we did that, and uh, he was awful. Like he couldn't sing at all, oh, really? but I could sing. And we used to practice to try and together to yeah, try yeah. and get into this musical. And then I really liked it. I really liked kind of going to musicals. And then from there, I met like some punkers. Like so, I met a couple. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, right? punk dudes. Yeah, were, yeah. They, were they like uh, like stagehands or whatever? No, or? no. Some of them were actually like decent singers and stuff. And so they were like, um, this was like when kind of 1994 kind of all broke out so a lot of pop like punk rock and that kind of thing so they're into their kind of like Green Day and Blink-182 and No Effects and that kind of thing yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just started kind of getting into that stuff once again I kind of got into that because one of my friends he oh, bloody I'd, I'd you know kill me if he ever heard this but he was like kind of the one who got me into music we've got this love hate right? he's like my bestie type thing so yeah, I never sure. like to credit him with anything <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you win this round yeah yeah that's right so he got me into stuff like um, No Effects and Bad Religion but um, and I kind of just got into that because I was just you know you know, he was liking it so I was liking it yeah. so I got into that and then because of that kind of like stage show theatrical background I always wanted to like have a project or something behind me so I just met like minor dudes in high school and then we started a punk rock band and then I started getting into like uh, I get like at the time I thought it was hardcore but it wasn't really hardcore it was like metalcore so unearth and all that kind of thing and then I started another band with some of those guys that are sitting over there that you can't see right now and uh, and then the my main collaborator that I always kind of write with, and we've been writing, doing in bands. When he went overseas, yeah, we said, okay, we need something to fill the time. Sure. And that's when Fat Guy started. Oh, so wow. that's where so like three how, members of an older how long band. How was that now? I'm heaps bad with dates. <laughs> I assume it's 2010. I yeah, assume. Yeah, right, right, right. I assume. Yeah. Because it was in a band before that called Rather Be Dead, and uh-huh. that had six members in it. Oh wow. And then. It had constant lineup changes, except there was like, and then the last kind of the last few surviving members of that, like when that band disintegrated and our collaborator went overseas. Oh, that's right, we were in another band before then. Yeah. Porn Ring. Porn Ring. Yeah, that was Porn Ring, and that's a really funny story as well because I work with <laughs> uh, our biggest show with Porn Ring was with AC4 when they kind of came in, so oh, just wow, not that nice. not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they played locally, um, and I had all these posters sent to my work and I work for um, like a youth organisation okay. and so it said attention porn ring care of children and young people's oh no <laughs> uh, so that was awful uh, and I got really chastised <laughs> I, I'm going to assume you don't have that job no anymore. I still have that job I'm too good for them to let me lose oh, it oh man yeah, yeah. That, so, that's incredibly forgiving yeah it is <laughs> well, they, got it. Um, they need the staff but uh, yeah, so sorry. Back to the kind of original. Like yeah, yeah. I kind of got into it all probably through a mixture of both my mum and my best friend, yeah. and just kind of that theatrical, dramatic type thing. Always being a bit of a front man, mm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, well, loving my drama when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think that that's the sign of a good front man. You know, Could be. we're all we're all we're all drama queens. You know, at the at the centre. I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the reason we're we're centre stage with the microphone. So that's like, why we're doing this, right? It's, that's why we're doing this, exactly. Hear me, validate me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, tell, so take me through the first band. The first, first band first. had an awful name. No, it was all right. Oh, God. I'll three, give a judge of that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Three Minute Drive Through was that band. That was like a pop punk band. Okay. And that was covers. Yes, covers slash originals, mainly originals. But oh, we had like a... 
a bass player who was into funk. So everything started to try to get into more of that ska funk element. He'd always try to bring that in, and we just wanted to play punk rock. Yeah, sure. Um, and just, you know, constant like, drummer, lineup changes, moving directions, all in high school, 15, 16 years old. Yeah. So who knows what's going on. So whereabouts is this? You're on the Central, Central Coast. Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, halfway between Sydney and Newcastle, really. So yeah, so that was that. Kind of played a couple of live gigs. Yeah, that was pretty good, just locally. Like you tennis sort of thing. Yeah, kind of like they had this um, awesome um, thing where it was like a rehearsal space, but they kind of just like kind of put on gigs yeah. and then they broadcast them as well. So when oh, you were like 15, 16, that was like the best thing in the world. Oh yeah. So we played a couple of shows there, and that's when we met like a couple of. Like, I don't know, bands now that, like, there's a band called Mark My Words from the Central Coast, uh-huh. and they play a little bit of stuff, um, and they, back then they were in a band called, like, uh, I, don't know, I can't remember, they called Bleeding Romance, and then they were kind oh, of just, what, yeah, I know, yeah, like, they were playing, like, death tone and stuff. MySpace.com slash yeah. Bleeding <laughs> That's right, yeah, that <laughs> really was. Bleeding X yeah, Romance yeah. X. And I'm pretty sure that really the Bleeding Romance was bleeding in the logo and all that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the best. But they were playing, like, a Treyu type slash death tones yeah. type stuff. Black shirts, red yeah, ties. yeah. All that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh. the red ties. Yeah. Oh man, wasn't that a time yeah, to be alive? That was great. That was fantastic. Yeah, so we kind of that was that. That was streaming a drive through. That was just like punk rock slash ska. Yeah. Trying to get that 1994 sound from a 15 year old. Yeah. Interference. That's Gavair. That's Gavair setting up, yeah. and uh, they are going to tear things apart in not too long at all. Yeah. Have you, uh, so, yeah, have you seen much of a change in, in the Central Coast scene, like, in the time that you've been around it? Um, we, Central Coast bands, like, when we, when we first started, like, there was a couple of, like, there's a guy over there who was really good at kind of, like, networking and advocating and starting yeah, yeah. to put on shows. I've never been good at that. There's a couple of bands from the coast scene. There is now, like, a kind of uh, semi-hardcore scene right up the north of the coast. Oh, okay. But, like... Whenever I've been in bands, we've always been adopted by a host city. Like, yeah. when I was in Rather Be Dead, we were adopted. Like, that was, like, kind of the first bigger band to really start playing on tours and doing that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Like, I played in... One of my first interstate tours, I played... We played with, uh, like, Lachlan... Like, Lachlan Watt put on one of our shows in Brisbane when he was in Western Decay and stuff like that. Mm. So, we're kind of, I don't know, talking... I think that's his one of his first bands. So, I think we're, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. we're going back... A little, a little time ago. No, this is like blending in perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, yeah not set up at all. Um, <laughs> Tell us a little yeah, bit about, about Rather Be Dead. Rather Be Dead was cool. It was six members, two vocalists. Uh, yeah, I was one of them, and yep. another guy over there was one of them. We released like about, we released like three EPs, uh-huh. and then like pretty much everyone like left the band, and we had to change the name. But that was cool. That was like my first kind of real kind of tour. Well, that was like one of the bands that we thought, you know, if this it would be just great if we played a show that kind of band you know what I mean yeah. like, just so, you never so, expected so, it to yeah, get anywhere yeah. we're just like jamming out and it'd be so great to play a show and then that band kind of went on to like tours and this and the other we played some really great festivals in Canberra oh, um, wow. yeah and um, that was kind of really cool we got a bit of press and we got really really connected to like the Newcastle for some reason Newcastle hardcore scene yeah. when like the Dead Walk and all that kind of stuff were all playing oh, wow. yeah, so yeah. they kind of included us in all that so like real hard like actual Real hardcore bands, like bands called like I don't know, Crosscheck and stuff like that, blah blah blah. But yeah, for some reason they had adopted us. I don't know why. 
because we were basically like a pro like basically how Fat Guy came out yeah. was it was like Rather Be Dead but just really short so Rather Be Dead had like five minute songs where nothing would repeat yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when kind of Rather Be Dead broke up and he went overseas we started Fat Guy just as like okay this is how we write yeah. um, let's just stop it there Sure. That's Fat Guy, that's what we did. And yeah. That was like 30 seconds, you know, yeah. 45 seconds, and then that's well, what that's, we did. That's good. the contrast, that's the interesting thing about Fat Guy. Like, you don't, you guys fucking don't do things by thirds. It's either those 20, 30 second songs, or they're like sprawling seven, eight minute yeah, songs. Yeah, 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 it's extremes. You know, yeah, there's, there's yeah. never any like middle ground. You yeah, know and I, mean? I think it's, I don't know, I don't know what that's really about. I just think none of us really know how to kind of write a song, really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't really know how to. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what that kind of is about. I think, like, because Rather Be Dead was kind of like, I don't know, like, listening to a bit of prog and stuff like that and not and being influenced by so many kind of different things. I th- I'm really related back to the Central Coast because Central Coast doesn't really have its own identity. Like, yeah, you, know, you get sure. to Melbourne and Sydney and they've got identities as towns yeah. and there's got like a really like probably back to your point there where it was like the idea about what was the scene like yeah. and the scene was really fragmented the scene didn't have a scene like yeah. you had one or two bands like but across a vast area so you had like people up in you know doing indie you'd only have like one indie band you'd have people doing hardcore but one hardcore band so you know if you're forging something you're just kind of forging something you know that you didn't really have any idea of yeah. and so we were just combining like about five or six different elements mainly around heavy yeah um, and I think one of the bands that was really who influenced us back then we like I listened to a lot of kind of like yeah a lot of bands like when I was back there was like these kind of pro hardcore bands so there's like a band called 30 called Arson yeah, yeah. and they're on Pluto and Pluto 9 Records they were awesome they were really um, uh, for me inspirational and there was another band um Back then, they, Unbroken Wings actually released one album that was actually really their very first album. Some of us never, may never see the world. That was really influential, like in that kind of, I don't know, arena that it just didn't repeat parts, but it was heavy and hardcore and had a sense of cohesiveness. So that was kind of like Rather Be Dead. Like, I don't know. One day I'll give you kind of just old demos and stuff like that. Because they were just, I don't know, they're pretty crappy recordings and stuff like that. Just some kids kind of trying to make their way. Yeah. It must be interesting to listen back and just be like, oh. I listened to it the other day. Yeah, wow. I listened to it like about two. Because there was one one EP where I kind of listened to it now and kind of go, wow, that wasn't too bad. Like the last EP. Mm. And there's a couple of songs on the EP beforehand, which was like, oh, that's weird. There was like this EP where it was like the melodic EP. Like we didn't realise at the time, but every single had things try attempts at singing like yeah, attempt, right. attempts at trying to harmonise and do all that kind of thing yeah. so that's kind of interesting and I listened to that the other day and some of it's garbage like the production's awful oh sure but it's, like, it's, some of it's really really awful but yeah. like you kind of go okay well that's yeah. interesting in terms of evolution where that kind of all ended up yeah, yeah. Where do, you, where do you see Fat Guy now in, in terms of a, like a, a scene context? Like, oh, do, you, do, you, do you feel like you've found anywhere that you probably yeah, fit in? Or? I was going to get it like a tattoo because like that, like Black Wire scene now, like in terms of, I, I was going to get a tattoo like just the other day to kind of remember, like last year I felt, I was introduced to all these kind of people that were just like so awesome and so really nice yeah, yeah. and they were much younger than me for a start, but they were kind of really, I don't know, kind of just really inclusive, they... Kind of really, I don't know. Fat guy, same thing. I've, we've never really felt like we've sat at home with anything. Yes. Yeah. Like we've never really, like we're playing this, and then like we're just kind of in my mind a bit metal, but like for Calvert and, and Birds of Row, more in that kind of I don't know, a, a, an evolution of screamo slash chariot sure, slash all yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. And then like next week we're playing with like you know two weeks we're playing with like Blood Duster, yeah, just wow. straight up metal like. 
which I don't think we fit at all. Like, that's the problem is that we play really aggressive music, but we're all sensies. We're all like real sensey guys and just like kind of, not like well educated, but just kind of into a point like really kind of, not sensey in terms of like social justice issues, but sensitive guys just like as in a macho. Like I went to King Parrot recently, which I kind of like those guys. Yeah, yeah. That metal scene mentality where it's all like chug a beer and fucking, yeah, yeah, come out the, yeah, come out the front, you bunch of pussies, you think you're going to get hurt. I'm just sitting in the back just going, I just can't relate to this at all. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah? And so you're just kind of like, well, where do I fit? Where do I really fit in in all of this? And that's why I like Black Bike, because I guess it's that element of punk which is yeah. what I kind of all grew up with like I'm not like in a full like DIY let's all do this but uh, that kind of I guess those like, kind of punk sensibilities where we're kind of just like I don't know isn't even punk where it's just like we're all human we're all going to be equal we all kind of like different kinds of music I guess a maturity a maturity in the fact that you're, you're not going to be defined by one certain music type. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we played, yeah, like, sure. they kind of, like, you know, we played with, like, Hanaban recently, which is fucking, like, really, really great. Yeah, that was And it's amazing, like, yeah, and it's really, like, you know, we're playing, like, kind of blasting grind, and then they get up and they're doing, like, pop, pop sensibilities, yeah. and you were playing out the back, you know, in the acoustic. And that's all my stuff. That's all my scene. Like, my big jams at the moment is now, like, like, I, like, I just recently, not recently, but, like, just following that evolution from like Defiance Ohio and stuff like that a lot of kind of like acoustic folk punk type stuff that's the stuff I really started to get into even yeah. before kind of Rather Be Dead yeah oh Paul Barabow yeah yeah I don't yeah. know that kind of stuff yeah. oh that guy like, it's like yeah just amazing kind of like three chord punky stuff but just makes it you know so fitting anyway so yeah uh, but yeah that's in terms of where I see like it's black white scene mm. Uh, someone we once read like a little comment the other day where I was kind of writing they were kind of writing about names because like we said you know we do it all for the attention so I'm constantly googling fat guy where's Mr. Gorgia oh, yeah, yeah, to kind yeah. of get reviews and this and the other you guys get nothing but love for that name <laughs> <laughs> exactly but someone wrote all these kind of different like someone said oh best bear names and blah blah blah, blah. And then they kind of said, oh, you should check out that guy, where's Missy Wolf's there? And they said, oh, what kind of name is that? And someone said, oh, they're a black wire band. Like, almost like black wire has its own genre. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're dancing with wolves, and that guy wears Missy Wolf's shirt, and David James Young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a black wire band. <laughs> We're a black wire staple. We're black wire furniture. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. You hang you on the wall. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah. sit on me. <laughs> I'll sit on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that kind of, you know, like, I don't know, like, and it would be really part, you know, really proud to be part of that genre. I mean, what is a black wire genre? It's just the idea that anything goes. Like you're, you're allowed to play like, with yeah, one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So I don't know. Like in terms of a genre, it would be black wire, I guess. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Now we're gonna go check out Kaver, but before yeah. we do, two last things. Uh, tell me what the best show you've ever played is, and oh, what yeah. the worst show you've ever played is. Oh. Feel free to start on either one. Okay. I'm going to go... Do you know what the recency effect is? The latency and recency effect? So that's no. just like the idea. Well, the, the I think the recency effect. The recency effect is like you're going to recall something once one of the earliest things that ever happened. Do you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. So I'm just kind of going back what's really kind of early, right? So the, one of the latest ones was... The, where did we play? In Adelaide, I think. Right. We played in Adelaide and that was awful. Because number one, I hate Adelaide. Completely valid. Yeah. I don't really like Adelaide that much. I don't know why. I don't think Adelaide likes Adelaide that yeah. much, to be honest. <laughs> it's trying to escape itself. Sam Simmons um, once said, I think it'll be great when it's finished. <laughs> hey, Sam Simmons always, I said, this is why I, when I, um, he goes, Adelaide, Radelaide, sleep with your dadelaide. Yep. 
<laughs> and that's every single time I go to Adelaide, I always that's say, "Sleep with your dad, Adelaide." That's all I can think of. Um, what a man! But uh, yeah, so it was in Adelaide, and it was like at a bar, really outside. It's actually too, too. Shall I say? Just to, this could not be. This might not be true at all. But just to give it a sense of like closure. Yeah. The best, the be, the worst show was recently with Fat Guy, and it was just crappy. Like it was just one of those shows where every band kind of really sounded the same. That's another good thing about Blackwire. Yeah. You get on a lot of mixed bills. Totally. Um, and I can't stand it if it's not a mixed bill. Why not have a magician? Why not have a comedian? Yeah. It's like you know that kind of thing. But but. It was like, a, yeah, just every kind of band sound the same. Obviously, the turnout's not great, and that really affects me for some reason. I don't know. I should just try and give everything, but it really affects me. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and um, it was just fucking out of the way, and it was scungy, and I didn't really like that, and I didn't want to be there, and they had plastic chairs outside. It makes me sound really elitist, <laughs> and like, I have champagne taste, but I probably do. So that was that. Then, the best show I think I've ever played, not with Fat Guy, but it was with Rabbit Dead. Okay. And it was the first time we just got hit up on MySpace by this random guy called Rolly. He was an absolute champ. He yeah. said, oh, I really like your band. Come, come over to Adelaide and we'll, you know, I'll put you up and I'll guarantee you like $300 a show. We played these really crappy shows with a band called Murder Hill. Um, Murder Hill were cool. Like, they're kind of raging like thrash, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, not something I would really listen to. But, and he paid for us to kind of get into a thrash metal show. Like, I think it's a band called um, Distant Bower or Distant Tomb or something. Yeah, I don't something know. Like that, yeah. Let the Napalm Rain is their, their top song or whatever. But he paid for us to kind of get into that. And it was more about the fact, the idea that he was this guy who just never met us and he really just loved music and he was really kind of in. And he just allowed us to say, we rocked up to his house at like 8 a.m. in the morning and he said, I've got to go to work, but just chill. Just like, and he just opened up his house to these kind of like six strangers yeah. who had, you know, never really met before. And that power of kind of like music. I think I read, like, uh, you know, the idea here that, you know, you, you say you're in a band, like you meet people on the road when you're on tour and doing that kind of thing and just allow you into the house. If a yeah. random person walked you up to the street and say, hey, do you mind if I crash at yours? Like, you tell them to go get fucked. They can tell you, know, but the fact that this person all of a sudden is in a band, you just allow them, and that's that kind of power of music. So that's kind of where I first learned, and plus that was my first interstate tour ever. Oh wow! So that yeah, was yeah. Adelaide, you know, and I was just like really interested, and that was the sign, like a sign of the times. We rocked over there, and he's like thirty something, and he goes, "So what do you want to do? You want to hit up strip joints?" And we're just like, "We just want to. Where's your museums?" Yeah, like that kind of thing. And they were showing that contrast between like Rather Be Dead, who was like kind of full on metal, but just not metal dudes, like totally. Adelaide, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, thank you again for taking the time to speak to us. Uh, the latest uh, Fat Guy release was a split with split the Jackals. Jackals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. However, the, the fuck you say. Guys. Um, and uh, is there any plans for releases this yeah, year? Yeah, so we've record? got our drummer just came back from overseas. Our guitarist is going to go over in May to overseas and I'm going to go in December so we're probably going to do a lot of writing between now and May uh-huh. and then listen to demos and then maybe release something maybe a third album I think we're only going to do any albums seeing the kind of you know tracks that we produce yep. and because we need deadlines otherwise we never write totally and then we're going to probably look at releasing something towards the end of the year I'd say 2015 another kind of like another album of just scorches I don't know I don't know what some I don't, hits yeah some hits yeah, some <laughs> hits so fresh yeah. the hits of I'm going to maybe maybe say something like heaps offensive on the record and then I'll leave the country basically <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking yeah. great yeah. Chris thank you so much for your time my Thanks, friend Dave. thank you so much man all good I'm David James Young and all my friends are in Barbans.
This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com.